NWU Business School, shaping executive minds in Africa. Hello everyone, I'm Waldo Kriegel and your host for this episode of the Northwest University Business School podcast. Next week on the 23rd of February, the Minister of Finance, Enoch Kodongwana, will deliver his first main budget address to members of Parliament. I have asked Christy Fulyun, an economist at PwC, for some of his views per voice note. Christy, it seems as if the minister's position is not that bad. A year ago, the speech was one of austerity, but now the economy has recovered and he has a substantial tax windfall. In terms of the spending, tax and debt numbers, what are your expectations of this year's budget? I think most economists would agree that the finance minister is definitely in a better position than he was when he was appointed in August, September last year. Uh, the, the budget speech in Feb of 2021 was very, very challenging. And by the time the current finance minister delivered his medium term address in October last year, the numbers were definitely looking better. Uh, over that period, there was a, a Overcollection in tax revenues and very specifically because of mining companies uh, benefiting from the commodity cycle, paying lots of extra taxes. And this has actually continued. Uh, I think the broad expectation is that the budget speech this week will be even better than it was in October from a revenue perspective. So if we look at, for example, the budget deficit, in October, the finance minister said they're looking at a budget deficit equal to 7.8% of GDP in the current year. We think that number could decline to as as far as 7% of GDP. Uh, so that's already significantly better than it was a year ago uh, and that's mostly because of this revenue situation we must also give credit to the finance minister he is keeping with the line that his predecessor kept in terms of trying to get more fiscal austerity into the budget trying to keep expenditure increases limited so it's definitely a combination of better revenue and keeping to that that strict rule that they want to eventually get the budget deficit back towards a much more sustainable situation. So overall, it's going to be easier for him to balance the numbers or try to balance the numbers this time around than it was even just a few months ago. In the SONA, the president placed a lot of emphasis on the state creating an environment within which the private sector can get the economy growing and create jobs. Do you expect to see some of that sentiment translated into specific spending or tax proposals? Growing the economy and creating jobs are probably the two biggest challenges that our government and our country faces at the moment. We've got the highest unemployment rate in the world. We also have the highest youth unemployment rate in the world. And we are seeing that after last year's economic bounce back, economic growth will be lower this year and probably lower still in 2023. So for us, it's it's imperative to 
get the private sector growing, get the private sector to create more jobs, to invest. And there's nothing strange about government making a commitment to being an enabler or cre being creating an enabling environment for private sector work. Uh, it is one of the fundamental jobs of a government. It is also something that our president, who is a, a businessman himself, has emphasized many times. So I'm certainly not surprised that he again highlighted this in, in the SONA. The challenge is this is, is just that we've heard those promises before and we've heard the ideas and the plans and uh, th there's always been a, a plan from government to not only focus on its own role as as a public sector but also to try and help the public sector uh, the private sector in getting to a situation where many jobs can be created where lots of investment is attractive and where we can see growth being driven in the economy the the problem is just that Policy implementation is our is one of our Achilles heels in South Africa. We have great plans and there's always a strategy and a, an indaba and a workshop and we, we have the ideas behind uh, the good ideas, and even greater plans maybe to get things done, but the implementation, that's our biggest issue. And people often look at the budget speech to solve these things. And we have to remember that the budget speech is more about uh, income and expenditure on the government side. Uh, the budget speech can't solve all of our economic problems. I don't think that the budget will really deliver any fundamental changes to how government spends its money towards this ideal of or this goal of supporting private sector development. We've, we've been promised this before and, and it, it just has unfortunately not happened. Christy, it seems that there is a lot of expectation about some kind of relief for the ordinary South African. Do you think that there is a possibility of personal income tax relief, adjusting for bracket creep, or an announcement about the fuel levy? The budget speech is always a combination of good news and bad news factors. So I'm sure the finance minister will again be telling us that we're getting some uh, some relief on personal income tax. Uh, to be honest, it's it's mostly adjustments for inflation. So it's not really that we're paying less tax. It's just that those those brackets for personal income tax is, is adjusted. The good news would probably be that taxes are not increasing. There's always going to be a concern in a situation like the government has at the moment where revenue is far short from its expenditure commitments that someone's going to have to pay extra tax. So immediately we're thinking personal income tax, value added tax, for example. And our expectation is that this time around we, we won't see any increase in these, let's call it personal tax rates. The, the revenue windfall that, that's currently coming in from especially the mining companies is helping government get a little bit of extra money out of the economy where ordinary South Africans don't have to pay extra. There is the concern over the long term that some kind of, of social support uh, akin to a, a basic income grant would need to be funded. Uh, I mean, it's, it's quite simple if you want to pay out more money to certain parts of society then then other parts would have to pay and there's always going to be that lingering uncertainty and concern that uh, personal income tax especially higher up in the income levels will have to fund this but for now i'm not concerned that we're going to see higher tax rates at a consumer level uh, it is something that in this this challenging economy and with unemployment as it is, it's something that the government will simply not be able to to get through. Um, so they're, they're definitely not going to go that route uh, to, to try and get more tax out of the economy. 
At the higher policy level, it seems like the new consensus the president talked about is one of structural reforms and expanded social protection. Do you expect evidence of the trade-offs the president mentioned in the SONA to be visible in the budget speech? Well, as always, budget is about trade-offs. Uh, it's that balance between what you have money for, what you have to spend on, and, and closing the gap in between probably with borrowing money and, and making some other plans. We are in a situation where we are trying to balance as a South African economy the need to create jobs and the need to grow the economy, while at the same time taking care of people that are unemployed, that are poor, that are stuck in a in a cycle of inequality that they can't get out of. So we need to both support those people, but also try and grow the economy. And that's where the talk is both about structural reforms to get the economy going, but also great cre creating more social support opportunities for South Africans that are really destitute. The structural reforms, we've been talking about that for many years. Uh, many of the issues we're sitting with at the moment have been coming for a long, long time. And we can think very specifically about ESCOM, but broadly the, the energy security situation, the, the unreliability of electricity, the cost of fuel uh, for vehicles. It's a situation where we as South Africans are dependent on a virtual monopoly for electricity supply and where we have to import most of our fuel needs it's not sustainable and we can see the the negative impacts right now so for me the the biggest structural reform is to solve our electricity crisis right now not not from a long-term perspective but right now because the risk of load shedding is with us every day uh, and the risk that it just continues to increase is very realistic uh, we cannot do away from making more plans to provide social protection to people um, at this stage because our economy is simply not growing fast enough we're not creating the jobs that we need to solve those problems sort of on their own so there's certainly going to be talk about structural reforms while also talking about taking care of people until those reforms really have a big positive impact on the economy. That was Christy for Yun of PwC. Christy, thank you for your time and inputs. NWU Business School, shaping executive minds in Africa.